Hello and welcome or welcome back to these inner thoughts. How are you guys doing? Like, I just want to know. I'll tell you guys how I'm doing. I just wasted a whole bucket of bleach and water all over me and all over the floor. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that great? Um, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. But I'm just lost on how it's 10:40 in the morning, and I'm just, I just now ate breakfast. Like I ate breakfast just before I came in here to record this episode. I woke up at 6:30, and then you know I read my Bible and all that. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I worked out. Then I had to clean my bathroom, and somehow it's 10:40. I I don't know how. Like I, I really don't know <laughs> where all the time went. But that's a good thing because I want today to go by really really fast. Cause you know, just patiently waiting for Wednesday. But um, how are you doing? I want to know. I hope you guys didn't waste bleach all over you today. I really hope that was just me. But if you did, eh, you're not alone. <laughs> but I really don't know what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. So it's kind of like a freebie episode where I'm just going to be talking just to talk. But um, yeah, let's just talk about what my pastor talked about at church. Not yesterday. When was this? Sunday. Because today is Tuesday. And he was talking about giving and, you know, he touched on like prosperity preachers and how like what they're doing is actually teaching people to be selfish instead of selfless. And, you know, and I never really thought about it that way until he said that. And I was like, you know what? You know what? You're on to something. Because think about it. You got prosperity preachers that are like, if you would just give this, you know, God will give you this in return, blah, 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 this and that. So they're only giving for something in return because they're selfish. That's the, that's the act of selfishness. Now, from the outside, it may look like, oh, they're being selfish. Like, they're giving things to people. They're helping people out. But in reality, if their motive behind that is just to get something in return, that's selfish. And I did not even think about that until this Sunday. But um, he preached out of Deuteronomy 15. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I did take notes. But they're in a whole other room. And I don't feel like getting up to go get my Bible to go get my notes. You know what I mean? So I'm going to try to remember them off the top of my head. But I probably would not remember all of them, obviously. But I know that was one of the main things that stood out to me. Because I'm like, hold up. I never really thought about it that way. Like, you know, I always knew. Not always. Like, once I got saved, I kind of knew that, like, you know, what they were preaching was wrong. But I never thought about it in, like, the view of they're teaching the people that are listening to them to be selfish. Like, let me, I hope y'all understanding what I'm saying. Like, when you view it that way, it's just a completely different thing. Because it's like, you're supposed to be teaching people to be selfless, not selfish. But you're doing the complete opposite. Teaching them that, oh, well, if you just give this, you'll get this back. And I think one of the notes that he has said, like one of the points that he made was, um, dang. I just forgot it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? But he says something like, dang, wow, my brain isn't working at the moment. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. But basically, like, the whole prosperity preacher thing, they're like, well, if you do this, God will give you this in return, blah, 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 this and that. And it's like, yes and no. 
Yes and no. Because think about it. When you give things, you may not get a physical thing in return, which is what, like, prosperity preachers promise. Like, well, if you would just do this, you'll get you that house. You'll get you that car. You'll get, you know, great health. You know, all this, blah, 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 this and that. And it may not be physical things, but I think that every time you give, there is a spiritual aspect of it that you give back. Like, when you give, you're more joyful. You see what I'm saying? Like, it may not be a physical thing that you get back. Like, oh, I gave them this. You may not get $1,000 back. You may not get a new car or whatever you think that you're going to get. But I think that in one way you do get something back, but it just may not be physical all the time. And sometimes it is physical. Like, there are stories of people who gave with a selfless heart, you know, not necessarily expecting anything in return, but... They got something physical in return, like something materialistic. Because at the end of the day, why are we telling people that if you would give, you'll get something back when it's all just going to pass away anyways? Like, it's it's going to be, it's, it's useless. Like, we don't need anything. You know what I mean? So, yeah. The moral of the story, the moral of the sermon, is, like, the sermon was titled, It's All About the Heart. So the moral of it was, to have a selfish heart a willing heart like don't give out of obligation don't give um for something in return give because you want to give give because god gave his only son so that we could be saved okay like when you think about it in that view like oh for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life God gave his only begotten son so that we could live. When you view that in that way, it's like, oh, well, like, (laughs) let me just give everything because, like, he saved me. You know what I mean? And then also, another thing that he touched on was the fact that nothing that we have is ours. Um, As much as we would like to think that the things that we have is ours, it's not. Um, It's God's. (laughs) And I think I mentioned this in, like, either the last episode or the episode before that. And I was reading Second Chronicles, and it says something about, I think it was right after Solomon built the temple. And he was basically saying, like, Lord, he was praying to the Lord, and he was like, um, Lord, when, when your people pray to this place, like, hear their prayers, and, like, you know, have mercy on them, whatever. And the Lord responded, and he was like, I will do that. But he was like, if you forsake my ways or something like that, um, I will uproot the people from my land. And I was like, the, for some reason, the only thing that stood out of me, like not the only thing, but one of the main things that stood out to me was the fact that he said my land. Because I think we think that, some of us think that, um, you know, like where the Israelites were when they entered into the promised land, like that was the Israelites' land. And it's like, eh, in reality, it's God's land that he promised to the Israelites to live in and dwell in you see what i'm saying and so that stood out to me and it's like that's the same with us like everything that we have is god's like if we view the things that we have as god's we shouldn't be selfish because it's not ours in the first place but when we view the things that we have as ours it's like oh that's mine like i don't want to give that to anyone you see what i'm saying so that's what that's what my pastor preached on on Sunday. And it was such a good sermon. And honestly, I was just excited because I mentioned a while back, like, he was on sabbatical. So this was his first sermon back from sabbatical. 
it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, but honestly, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because I never like like I said, like I thought of when I think of prosperity preachers, I'm like, yeah, that's not biblical. But I never thought about it as in you're teaching the people who follow you to be selfish. Let me know if y'all thought about that before or if this is your first time hearing that. Because that was my first time hearing it. And I'm like, I got to I gotta go tell the people that listen to my podcast because that's amazing. And, um, yeah, I just recommend you guys to go read Deuteronomy 15 because that's what he preached out of. And I'll probably link the sermon in the description in case you guys want to go watch it um so yeah that's in the description i will link it in the description if i remember but i should remember i'm not i don't have that horrible of a memory so yeah check the description if you want to go listen to that but yeah i'm tired but at the same time i'm not tired i don't know how i feel like at the moment i don't i just i'm here (laughs) that's the only way I can explain it I'm here and that's all that really matters but um dang so today I guess I'm just sharing everything that my pastor said so what I just talked about was something that like my lead pastor said like the pastor that preaches on Sunday what I'm about to talk about is what my pastor said like the student pastor said okay right so he posted this video and um he's doing like these you know little reels and going through like verses in the bible or whatever and so uh the last verse that he went over was matthew 6 33 let me make sure i got the right verse hold on i think it is matthew 6 33 where it says seek first the kingdom of god um and he was preaching on that and he was like for the longest time not for the did he am i adding word he said for a season <laughs> for a season um in his life he was very like anxious and you know like everywhere he went there was like just a pit in his stomach he was just anxious and just anxious everywhere he went but then when he started to meditate on Matthew 633 everything just got better because he remembered oh seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you like there's nothing to fear there's nothing to be concerned about if we just seek God first and I'm like man man that you know how like there's those life verses that's one of those life verses like a verse that can like apply to anything in life like whatever you do seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all things will be added onto you that's one of life verses because you have like some verses in the bible in my opinion that would just like apply for a season in life like for example you know what i can't think of one right now but some verses like especially in psalms that will like apply for like a season in life but Matthew 6 is just like literally one of those life verses <laughs> it is and I've heard multiple people say that because it just is but I wanted to share that because it's important like we can't just be going around day to day thinking that you know we're gonna do this all on our own blah 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 this and that like seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Like, just just seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things will be added to you. And that reminds me of another verse. I can't think of it at the moment. I just thought of it, but right as I was about to say it, I forgot it. 
think I need to go to sleep, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on. That's the second time I forgot something, and I've only been recording for 12 minutes. Yeah. But, um, anyways, I got some new books. I'm excited because, ooh, I just, like, moved the mic and made it, like, so much noise. So, hopefully you didn't hear that. But I got two new books, and I'm so excited. Now, you know what? I don't care. I went to the thrift store because, you know, they got cheap books there, right? By the way, if you didn't know that and you read books, go to the thrift store. Go to a good thrift store in your area and look for books because they're going to be so cheap. I got two books for $3. (laughs) When you would go to Barnes & Noble and one book would be like 15 at least, at least. So I'm like, you know what, just if you didn't know that, now you know go do it but I went to their store and I got me two books um the other day and uh, you know one was a Lisa uh Revere book but then I got a Percy Jackson book now what motivated me to get this is because um I remember like in elementary school we had to like read through them or whatever which honestly in the moment I was like why are we reading these books like it's just boring I never finished them I never finished them but recently I'm like you know what I want to start reading again and the thing is I read books but they're always like informational books educational books that makes me sound like a nerd not necessarily I don't think that's the right genre but like Christian books like where it's talking about things like for example I think the last book I read was Mere Christianity and before that was Dangerous Jesus by KB so like those are the type of books that I normally read and like I want to just get back into reading in general like different genres and whatever like I want to try to read a book from each drama each genre see what genre I like you know most um because I don't think I've ever hated reading it was just I could never find books that I enjoyed reading like there was a couple here and there in school where I was like oh I actually like this book but um for example I was a goosebumps girl growing up growing up I still have one of the goosebumps books like that that was my stuff and honestly it may still be if I would like go back and reread all those books but I probably won't because a I only have one I don't even have all of them and then yeah they're 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 small so I (laughs) yeah but I got a Percy Jackson book and I know like (laughs) I know for a fact there's Christians and there's nothing wrong with this because everyone has their own personal convictions like Paul talks about, right? But I know there's, like, Christians. It's like, why would you read a Percy Jackson book? Like, well, don't read Harry Potter. Don't read Percy Percy Jackson. And I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. Um, but I'm just not convicted about those things. And if you are, I won't read the books in front of you. I won't discuss them in front of you. But, like, I don't know. I just wanted to share that because I'm excited to read this. Like, Man, I honestly don't remember. And the thing that I got the fourth book in, I don't even remember the title of the book, but, you know, actually, I think I sent it to my friend. I'm not going to go through those messages. You know what? Just forget about the title of the book. Um, But, yeah, I got, like, the fourth book. I didn't start at the beginning, mainly because they, did, they only had that book there. Um, But that's okay. I just want to read it, see if I like it. Then I want to get, like, a romance book, see if I like it. You know, because, you know, how booktubers and book talkers are, like, popular right now. Yeah, I never really was, like, into it. 
now I watch some of them, like, for example, like, Nicole Eno. Like, she used to, like, vlog about all the books that she got here and there. She kind of stopped doing it now. And I think she posted on her story because someone asked her, like, girl, what happened to, like, your phase of reading books? And um, she was like, honestly, I just haven't been motivated to read. But her and Haley Fam, I used to watch all the time. And recently, I started watching um, Kyra. And, like, she, you know, she's basically, like, a booktuber at this point. Like, basically. And so I've been getting ideas of what books I want to read, like t- TBRs. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I know everyone talked about, like, Colleen Hoover. And I went into Target a couple times and I saw her books in there, but I never bought one. I think that was the day that I ended up buying Mere Christianity over her book. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm in right now. I'm trying to start reading again, which honestly, I think this is like the stupidest time to start reading again because school is about to start. And I'm not going to have as much time as I do right now. Like, it's going to start in like three weeks because I start school August 28th or something like that. Yeah, I think three weeks. Um... So, honestly, it is the stupidest time, but I got Thanksgiving break and I got winter break. So, I might as well just go ahead and start. But also, another series out, not series, it's not a series, but, like, they sell the books together. So, I want to order the C.S. Lewis books, like, Screw Tape Letters, Mere Christianity, all those books, because I really want to read Screw Tape Letters. I really want to read it. I've already read Mere Christianity. That's an amazing book if you haven't read it. Go read it, okay? Go read it. It's, man. Man, that book is so good. But I want to read Screw Tape Letters because everyone is talking about it, and I'm just like, okay, it got to be good. So those are my, like, TBRs, I guess you could say. And let me know what yours are if you read. Do y'all like reading? Do y'all like reading, like, besides the Bible? I know people who don't even necessarily like reading the Bible. They just like, you know, they read it because they realize this is God's word. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah. Do y'all like reading? I honestly, I have no problem with it. I don't think I've ever had a problem with it. Like, I know some people who hated reading it and they got into it or they, like, liked reading it and then they started hating it. But i just always been in the gray area. Like, I never really hated reading. I just couldn't find books that I liked reading. But yeah, um, man, you know what I find so funny is, um, when I go on TikTok and, you know, I'm on Christian TikTok, so I get all these, like, Christian TikToks on my For You page, and it's so funny when I come across, like, the TikToks where Christians are stitching an atheist video where, like, they're asking questions, but don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with them asking questions because it's, like, you you want to know like what these people believe right but a lot of the people that they be stitching when they ask questions they be acting like they know it all and it really just gets on my nerves it, it really does it really does it really does oh and that reminds me i actually want to talk about this oh my goodness I don't know how much I'm going to have to say on this, but I do want to talk about this. So, I was on TikTok, and someone posted, and they were like, when you realize that insecurity is just pride, but, like, the enemy is deceiving you thinking that it's not, or something like that, it's like, you know, kind of disguising it or whatever. And everyone in the comments is like, wait, elaborate, what do you mean? How? No, it's not. You know, those are all the comments. 
And I'm like, you know what? It's so funny that that popped up on my For You page. Because literally, remember I told you guys we had like that one night at church? The pastor that spoke, he was basically speaking on that. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Let me go back to the notes. Hold up. <laughs> but, um, you know, it got me thinking. Like, okay. People be like, how does that make any sense? Because, like, pride is, like, you being proud, you thinking that you're better than everyone else, blah, 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 this and that. But insecurity is like, oh, I'm insecure. Like, oh, I would have did a better job making me than God did. Tell me that ain't pride. Tell me that is not pride. Because insecurity is like, I don't like the way that I look, or I'm insecure in this area. I don't like the way that I do this, or I don't like the way that, you know, that, you know, that I've been created and designed. And you think that you would have done a better job if it was up to you to create yourself and to design yourself and, you know, yeah, create yourself. That's pride. Because you're like, oh, I would have did a better job than God. It is just disguised. And you know what? It's so crazy. Like, and then because, okay, one of the notes from the message that he preached at the one night I was so lost on. And he didn't even elaborate. And he repeated it twice. He was like, I'm going to repeat that again for some of y'all. Because y'all probably didn't understand it. So he repeated it, but he still didn't elaborate. And I was like so lost, right? But I think I understand now. So he said, pride says, God, I can do this without you. And insecurity says, I can't do this with you. Is that like not the same thing or am I tripping? If I'm tripping, then I really just do not understand what he said. <laughs> but the way that I'm looking at this is like, prior says, God, I can do this without you. Like, you know, I got it, God. I don't need you. I can do it without you. Insecurity says, I can't do this with you, which is basically, God, I can do this without you. You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing. So that's what make, that's what's making me think that that was the point that he was trying to get across, that insecurity is pride. Just disguised. You know what? If that's the case, I got to message that dude because that is amazing. I got to DM him or something because that is amazing. Because I, I didn't understand it that night. Like, I went home. I was like, yeah, I still didn't understand what that meant because I remember I mentioned I recorded. Record? What? I recorded the whole sermon, and I went back and re-listened to it the next morning, and I'm like, yeah, I still don't understand it. But then I saw that TikTok. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what he just preached on last night. And then I went back to my notes, and I reread them, and I was like, you know what? I think that's the point that he was trying to get across. Let me know if y'all are understanding what I'm saying. Like, let me just repeat it again. Pride says, God, I can do this without you. Insecurity says, I can't do this with you. Which is basically, I can't do, I mean, I can do this without you. The same thing that pride says. It's just disguised. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to DM him and tell him that that is amazing. <laughs> because the way that I did not understand that when he first said it was just so crazy. But I wanted to share that. Because it's just amazing. It's amazing. You know what I mean? And um, that's just amazing. 
Like, I just all I have to say about it is, it, wow. <laughs> and I think that's the thing that we don't realize as Christians. It's like the enemy is crafty. That's why the Lord tells us be as innocent as does and as true and as shrewd as serpents. Because snakes are wise. They're they're crafty. The enemy is crafty. I feel like we don't realize that and we fall for his tricks a lot of times. Like he's not wiser than God, obviously. Like duh. But dude, a little smart. He he he's just a little smart. You know what I mean? He's very crafty. Sometimes it's not even that he's smart. Sometimes it's just the fact that he disguises things. And he's just crafty to make it look like something else. Oh. You know what? That reminds me. Hold up. I wasn't even trying to talk about this. Okay. There was this Christian TikToker, right? I followed her before we both got saved. So, like, a couple years ago. Because I've been saved for a couple years now, I think. Yeah. A couple years now. Um, A couple years ago, like, way before I deleted TikTok and everything, I used to follow her because I was, like, her hair is, like, so cute. She used to, like, dye her hair. Like, one side was one color, the other side was a different color. All this, blah, 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 this, that. I deleted TikTok for a year. I get back on TikTok, and I find out this girl didn't got saved. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Praise God, right? So, a couple months down the line, she's like, I'm going to delete TikTok for two years. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. Like, you know, I didn't think anything of it because I deleted TikTok for a year. Well, actually, she said she's going to delete her social media for two years. I didn't delete all my social media, even though I only had, like, TikTok and Snapchat and YouTube. But um, I deleted TikTok because that was the app that I was on the most, and it was just distracting. So I deleted TikTok for a whole year. And so I was like, you know, I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, you know, we're doing the same thing, basically. And then she gets back on, like, a couple weeks later, and she's like, well, she didn't actually say anything. There's this clip from a video that she posted on YouTube. And so I'm watching the clip, and I'm like, hold up, this is weird. So I go and watch the full video, and I'm like, yeah, this is weird. I had to go and do something. I really don't know where I left off at. But, um, yeah, basically, she was like, yeah, these people messaged me and um, was like, yeah, God gave me a word for you. Oh, that's what I was, like, saying. If someone messages you and is like, God gave me a word for you, just don't respond. Ignore it. Because if God gave them a word, he can give you a word. Um, Because, like, think about it, though. Why would, I mean, (laughs) why would someone who doesn't know you at all have a word for you? Like, you've never met a day in your life, they just message you. And they're like, God gave me a word for you. Now. Now. I've had, I have had instances, and by instances, I mean one. There was one time where God was like, hey, like, message that person. And I didn't talk to them at all. And I was like, man, I don't, Lord, I don't even know them. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, and, but they were in a completely different time zone. So I had to stay up until, like, 12 o'clock in the morning because it was going to be 6 o'clock in the morning for them. I was like, okay, they're going to get up and get ready for school or whatever. So I stayed up so late. Just so I can message them. And, like, that was only one time. But majority of the time, people were like, God gave me a word for you. It Don't just ignore them. But this time, she didn't ignore them. And she messaged them. And then she got on a Zoom call. And they told her, like, God, I want you to delete social media for two years. Blah, 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 this snap. Then she goes on. And she's like, she's supposed to be moving to Florida. But then she gets to Florida. And then she said she moved back to Chicago where she lived at. 
And then um, the apostles, these are people who messaged her and was like, God gave us a word for you. The apostles were like, we're discontinuing our relationship with you, basically. Because at the beginning, she had to sign like a covenant. And I'm just like, "Mm, that's a little iffy. Like if someone's making you sign a covenant, I would be a little skeptical. Because the covenant is not supposed to be broken. It's a promise, right? So they was like, hey, sign this covenant. Like, we're going to be in agreement. Like, you know, sign this. You're going to be our spiritual daughter or whatever, blah, 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 this and that. And since she, quote, unquote, disobeyed them and, quote, unquote, disobeyed God, um, they wanted her to sign a seize form. To seize the covenant, to seize like you know everything they signed before, right? And she was like really sad about that or whatever. But then like he messaged her back and was like, "Okay, the Holy Spirit wanted me to tell you like, I I don't ne- I don't ever do this. Normally I don't ever do this, but um, we're going to disregard the seize form and like you're still gonna be our spiritual daughter, blah blah blah, this and that. like some stuff like that. And like the whole situation just sounded sketchy." The whole situation sounded weird. And then on top of that, she was like, this video and all my other social media accounts will be deleted after seven days. So I'm like, "Mm, game's a little weird tonight. But I hop on TikTok and literally one of my favorite like Christian teachers, like Bible teachers talked about it because someone was like can you touch on this like situation because this doesn't seem right to me and so he touched on it and he was like yeah um there's no modern day apostles there's there's no there's no prophets today and um I think it was funny because everything he said in the video I agree with because I also don't think that there are apostles today I also don't think that there are prophets today but when it comes to like the gift of prophecy, I believe that people can have the gift of prophecy, but it's literally not the same as the prophets of old in like the Old Testament. It's not the same at all. I believe that people can have the gift of prophecy. I know people who have the gift of prophecy. Yeah, that's a whole different story. But man, when I tell you they got the gift of prophecy, it's actually kind of sad. Anyways, <laughs> not sad. It's amazing. But sometimes it just be known a little bit too much, okay? Just, 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 you know what I mean? But anyways, um, I believe that people can still have those gifts. I don't believe that those gifts ceased. But, like he said in the video, the only apostles I know are the ones in the Bible. The people who saw Jesus. I don't think it's like, I mean, I think it's wrong, in my opinion. But I don't think it's like heretical or anything. But, um, yeah, and he, that's the point he made in the video. He's like, if you get someone calling themselves an apostle, just don't listen to it, okay? And something that I had thought about before I even watched this video is like, wow, people really use these titles to deceive people. Because you get people who just came to faith and they see the title apostle or prophet in front of your name. And they're like, oh, that person's legit. That, that person's extra spiritual, super spiritual. And they lead people astray with that because they don't know any better. They, they're, they're not... Hold on. But, like, man, I don't know. That, that's that's my opinion. Like, I know people are going to disagree with me. I know people in my life, like, literally in my life who would disagree with me on that. 
But, um, yeah, I just don't think that there are any modern-day apostles, okay? Now, when it comes to, like, you know, planning a church and everything, could you have, like, quote-unquote, an apostolic gift? Yeah. But an apostle? No. No. That's just my opinion, obviously, though. And it's not anything that I'm going to sit here and argue with you about because it's important. It's not important. Is it important a word? It's not important. <laughs> now, I will sit here once I get more knowledge on it, though. But I will sit here and talk to you about the Trinity because that is an important thing. But apostles and prophets, no. I ain't got time for that. I got, there's better ways I can spend my time. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I wanted to share that. I don't even know how I got to sharing that because I stopped this episode multiple times to go do stuff. I've in, I got interrupted like two times so far. So if there's like, if you can tell where the interruptions are, just don't mind it. But, um, yeah, I was watching that video and it was honestly like, man, it was sad because I wasn't the only one that seen it. Like all the comments on the video were like, girl, this seems weird. This seems sketchy. Like there was people who weren't even Christian commenting that. Like there was people who were Muslims, people who were like Buddhists. They were like, girl, I don't think this is right. Like, I don't think this is legit, you know? And she linked the organization in her description. So I went and looked it up because, you know, I'm nosy. And, um, you know, there wasn't necessarily anything heretical on her website. Right? And obviously, because, like, if you want to pass as, like, you know, these super Christian people, like this legit organization, you're not going to put anything heretical on your website. Okay? But, um, what there was was where is the video oh my gosh wait a minute oh i found it y'all just heard that i'm sorry <laughs> my value wasn't down basically she tagged the apostles in the video you go to um apostle adelia and read her description on youtube and it says she's literally qu quoting romans 1 1 and she's adding her name where it says paul you know how, like, Paul introduces himself in the letters, and he's like, Paul, an apostle, Jesus Christ called to be an apostle, you know, all that. Instead of Paul, she puts her name. And then you go down, and she quotes Isaiah 61. Mind you, Isaiah 61 is not just a regular passage of scripture. It's a messianic passage of scripture. Jesus read the scripture in the synagogue, and he was like, he sat down. He said, today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. That passage was about him and is about him, because the other half is about him coming again. So... I'm like, okay, not only is just this, not only is this just a, you know, passage in scripture, it's a messianic passage, passage in scripture. And if you're not familiar with it, it says, hold on, let's go read it. Isaiah 61, she quoted Isaiah 61, 1. And, um, dang, I just like completely like looked over Isaiah. Where is Isaiah? <laughs> I'm tripping today. Isaiah 61 1 says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. That's Isaiah 61 1. Now the part that she put in her description says at 17 years old the Lord had revealed to Adelia her ordina her ordination as an apostle. It is until now that he has sent Adelia to the nations. 
And then this is where she quotes the scripture. The spirit of the Lord God is upon Adelia because the Lord has anointed her to bring good news, good, th- uh, good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent her to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. You just completely twisted scripture and you're okay with it. You just completely added your name where Paul's name was and added your name in a messianic passage as if it was about anybody else besides Jesus. <sighs> right? That's just her page. You go to her husband's page, right? His YouTube and read his description is basically the same thing. He also quotes Romans 1:1, but instead of Paul, he puts his name. And then he quotes Luke 1:17. And says, birth hold is sent to the nations, and he shall go before the Lord in the spirit of, in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Why do they think that it is okay to misquote scripture? And you get people who just got saved that aren't familiar with their Bible. Deceived by this. In this passage, if I'm not mistaken, in Luke 1, 17, is about John the Baptist. Because John the Baptist was to come before Jesus, you know? The whole, and then Luke, I mean, Luke. John was born before Jesus. If I'm Right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, definitely he was. <laughs> I don't know why I was lost on that. But it just, the whole situation is not right. The fact that they would even do this in, like, their bios and descriptions is outrageous, actually. Especially Adelia's, because, ma'am, that is a messianic passage you just quoted and placed your name in that. No. I wouldn't share that because I really just don't believe everything that you here on social media this is why it's so important like i would advise anyone who just got saved delete all social medias or maybe just like delete the apps you don't have to delete your account or anything you may even just have to delete it for a couple months obviously seek the lord on it like i'm not telling you to do this but i it's just advice man because especially now on tiktok you have so many people who are quote-unquote deconstructing and they have these questions that people who don't read their bible they're like oh yeah they ain't gonna know how to answer that but if you read your bible it's like actually it's kind of clear in scripture you just never read your bible you know what i mean you got people that are deconstructing deconstructing you got people who claim to be christian but they're like preaching a whole different gospel a whole different jesus um you got people who you just got a whole bunch of different people man you got a whole bunch of different people and that can really be hard and deceiving when you just got saved and you you're just now starting to get into the word every day like you don't know all these different doctrines and things and you can get led astray very easily because you just got saved you know what I mean like you're a new believer so yeah if you can if you feel led to delete tiktok delete instagram delete whatever I wouldn't necessarily say youtube because youtube is amazing man Whoever was the first pastor to host their sermons on YouTube? That's all I gotta say. But, um, yeah, because, man, even today, like, I'm just grateful that the Lord has 
that was like the weirdest sigh. I'm just so grateful that the Lord has um, given me knowledge on these things. And he's led me to these different resources that actually preach the Bible. Like, you know, free online courses at Dallas Theological Seminary, by the way. You know, just a plug if you want to take free seminary classes. Um, they preach the Bible. Truthfully. Because, like, that's their whole thing. They, um, I believe, I don't remember who it was, but somebody that works there, they were like, um, you know, a lot of the seminaries at the time, they were like, they weren't using necessarily the Bible. And so people weren't familiar with the Bible. Um, and so that was the whole point of their seminary, to, like, actually teach the Bible. Like, read the Bible, teach the Bible, not teach, like, oh, what Spurgeon said and what Augustine said. Like, you know, actually preach the Bible. So I recommend them, Dallas Theological Seminary, because it's free, first of all. And uh, it's just amazing, man. But, um, yeah, TikTok, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I have I have such a love-hate relationship with TikTok. It's crazy. Because the way that I got saved was, like, honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember exactly when I got saved. But I know it was because I was on TikTok a lot. And randomly, I would just get, like, Christian TikTok videos. Because I wasn't on Christian TikTok, but randomly the videos would come by. And I know the first couple of people I saw was, like, Joy. I saw Will, like, with his uh, funny, like, Christian humorous TikToks, you know. I still follow Will to this day. Dude's hilarious. But um, Joy, Will, um, the other dude that looks kind of like Will. What was his name? I think, like, Sip King Fan because Will's username is Sip Simp King. And I think his is Simp King Fan. If you know, you know. All them, all them. And much more. I just cannot think of their names at the moment. But all them, yeah. Amazing. Like, that's what kind of... I still don't remember, like, exactly how I got saved. But I know, like, I those videos used to just come on my For You page. And so, like, I have, like, a love-hate relationship with them. Because, honestly... Well, like, not them, but TikTok. Because, honestly, man. TikTok be... I don't know, man. <laughs> But that's really all I had to talk about today. The two things that I want you guys to leave this episode with, because I'm going to restate them because they were just amazing. Give with a selfless heart. Don't give with the motive of wanting to get something in return. Give because we've been saved. We've been washed by the blood. We should want to give everything and also realize that what we have is not necessarily ours. So we shouldn't want to hog it and be selfish anyways. And also, insecurity is pride. I'm, like I said, I'm gonna link the sermon in the description if you wanna got if you wanna go watch that. They still did not post a sermon from the one night, and I'm honestly upset because I'm like, what did y'all record that for? If you weren't gonna post it, anyways, anyways, maybe not get mad because I will get mad about that. But um, that's what I want you guys to leave this episode with because those are the two important things we talked about. Oh, and also like, don't believe everything you hear slash see on TikTok. And every message that you get. Okay? Okay. I'll see... Speak to you guys next time. <laughs> I'll speak to you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was honestly kind of like a freebie episode. Because I didn't know what I was going to be talking about. But I actually talked about some good stuff in here. And I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to hear this. But I love you guys. Jesus loves you. And also go, you know, follow my YouTube channel. Because we're growing, you know? growing it's actually i think one of my videos has like 300 views 
that's crazy anyways um follow me on youtube subscribe to me on youtube i mean follow me on tiktok i love you jesus loves you and let me know what your thoughts are